Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Thursday, the 7th of April, and as usual, with all the information contained in this briefing, it is general advice only. So please, do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas, or insights in this briefing. And if you need to, you can pause the PowerPoint slide here and read our disclaimer in full. And if you're listening on the World Wide Web, wherever you are in this wonderful world of ours, then you can go to the marcustoday.com.au website and read all the disclaimers there and all the other goodies, of course, that are there on the website. All right, well, we had a little bit of a soft night in the US, 145 points down for the Dow Jones, down 0.42% there. We had the NASDAQ really taking it hard, down 2.22%. Three little ducks, 315 points 13,889 rally is all over Red Rover in that NASDAQ at the moment, that's for sure. The S&P 500 in the middle for diddle, as usual, down uh, just under 1%, 44 points to 44.81. So a very sloppy night on the US markets. And what caused this second consecutive night of falls was certainly uh, the main issue, as usual, for the US and the world, of course, is what the Federal Reserve is going to do with official interest rates. And we did get more talk uh, following the Fed meeting minutes being released of aggressive rate hikes, 50 basis points. In fact, three 50 basis point rises in a row. And that shrinking of the Fed's balance sheet as well, contributing to the negativity swirling around the market. And of course, that very much in evidence in those NASDAQ stocks, which are the high growth stocks. So just for instance, in NASDAQ stocks last night, we had Apple down 1.8%, Meta down 3.7%, Google down 2.9%, Microsoft down 3.7%, Tesla down 4.2%, Netflix down 3.1%, and Block, the artist formerly known as Square, down 5.3%. So that is going to um, affect our tech sector today in uh, in a large way, and we will see that continuation of weakness in tech stocks that we saw yesterday. Our SPY futures down 21, but I think it could get a little worse than that, 0.28%, 74.34 for the SPY futures. Yesterday, the market was held up to some extent by the banks. The banks having an absolute rip-roaring time at the moment as those 10-year yields heading towards 3%. It was 2.94%. 4, 2.95% yesterday on the 10 years. At uh, one stage, it was 2.97, so very close to that 3%. And when it does hit there, I suspect we're going to get a lot more media coverage about interest rates and rises and the risks out there at the moment. So 21 points down on the SPY. But when we look at commodities, which, of course, our market is basically two sectors, banks and resources, Uh, We can forget tech as far as the index goes. It obviously hurts in tech stocks, but uh, as far as our index goes, very little impact. In fact, uh, the biggest one, Square, is only sort of uh, a a minor factor now on the ASX uh, 200. Brent crude last night was down 5.2%, $5.57, just as well we brought in that um, excise price 
decrease, the excise tax decrease, because petrol's now heading uh, down below uh, B160 uh, by the time uh, we finish here. But uh, Brent crude down 5.2%. More countries joining the release of strategic reserves. And also, of course, we've got China slowing down because of their COVID issues. Yesterday, we did see Chinese PMI on the Kaixing uh, down quite substantially from the February number. And that's certainly pointing to the problems that the Chinese economy has with its um, COVID policy. That VIX index, just as an aside, was up 5.1% last night. Remember last week when it got down to 18.19, I said that it was a good time to be buying that insurance, buying that VIX because you want to be buying straw hats in winter. You want to be buying insurance before the flood hits, before the house is on fire, not after the fact. So uh, we could see that VIX continuing to push higher. WTI oil down 5.6%, $5.73, 96.23. Gold also off, down $4.40, 19 10.23% down. And iron ore clinging to 160 US a tonne. I have to say clinging because I would expect to see iron ore uh, dribble back with this Chinese uh, issue in terms of COVID zero tolerance policy. Down $2.20, 1.36% for iron ore. Other metals, we saw copper down 0.8, nickel unchanged. Remarkably sanguine at the moment, nickel. Aluminium unchanged, zinc down 0.5, lead down 0.3, ton up 0.3%. In international mining stocks overseas, BHP was actually up 0.2. Rio was up 0.1. Freeport McMoran down 2.1. Alcoa unchanged. Tech down 2.7. Anglo down 2. Glencore up 0.35. Vale up 0.74. And Arbomile, the US lithium producer, uh, down 2.7% last night. So a little bit of weakness perhaps in our resource stocks today. And uh, we will obviously see tech stocks on the nose as well. Banks will be the key to our index. But I suspect 21 points is a little bit conservative on our futures market. Here's the S&P 500 last night. Look at those Fed uh, minutes coming out. You can see there, 2 o'clock, the Fed minutes out. Bit of a crash, bit of a rally, bit of a crash. And uh, back down, closing, I guess, midstream last night. Only down around 1%. But second consecutive day for the US markets as we head into reporting season next week. Major stories last night. The hawkish Fed sinks tech shares and bonds fall. Fed officials weigh pruning balance sheet by 95 billion US a month. This market has been built on the rock's solid base of low interest rates and big stimulus. Both of those are ending. And one the yield curve will fully invert when China's COVID lockdown pressures supply chain. And NATO says uh, sees Russia regrouping to launch a new Donbass offensive in coming weeks. Federal Reserve Governor Brainard says it in paramount importance to get inflation down and daily when the Fed downplays the likelihood of recession due to rate hikes. They're all out and about at the moment, central bank talking heads and members, whether it's uh, from the Federal Reserve or the ECB. ECB's Wunsch, I don't even know who he is, says interest rates could go back to zero in 2022 to fight inflation. That is a shocking statement, isn't it? Interest rates could go back to zero to fight inflation. Wow, what a fight that's been. Uh, And ECB Lane says inflation may peak by mid-2022 once the energy price shock eases. Well, it's certainly easing at the moment with that West Texas 
and Brent crude prices coming down. Kaishin uh, service PMI posts the steepest decline since the start of the pandemic as the country grapples with COVID again. COVID is still a thing. It has been vaguely, well, mostly ignored, but it is still a thing. The UK had some record numbers uh, of COVID cases and 780 people uh, died from COVID-related um, illnesses uh, due in, in a week. So that's still a big number, 780 people. That is... Um, that is still a big number. German factory orders fell for the first time in four months, and the U.S. Treasury Chief Yellen to warn of major consequences for global economy due to Russia's invasion. She doesn't miss a trick out, Janet, does she? Europe's ban on Russian coal to squeeze an already tight market, driving energy costs higher, and wait times for semiconductor deliveries hit a new high in March. And Shanghai reported 17,000 more cases Tuesday, most still asymptomatic. You wonder how long they are going to continue with their zero tolerance. U.S. share buybacks on track to hit new records ahead of earnings season. Great way for uh, chief executives to boost their pay is to uh, buy back company shares and make themselves look good, of course. What to expect today? Well, we have 21 points off the futures, but I, as I said, it could be a little bit worse than that. Uh, we did see yesterday it, it was worse and then rallied off the lows. But we still saw Asia down um, quite, uh, quite substantially at times. So we could see a little bit more than 21 points. The sector that did hold our market up yesterday was the banking sector. That 10-year yield in the US, 2.59. In Australia, 2.93. Germany, 0.64. Remember that comment about uh, interest rates going to zero to fight inflation? What an aggressive move that would be. Zero percent interest rates in Europe. Strange days indeed. Zero, the Euro 600 index fell 1.5%. Stock 50 down 2.4. FTSE down 0.3. Remember, FTSE is more oil and gas and mining stocks than some of the other indices. CAC down 2.2 and DAX down 1.9%. US banks were easier as well last night. JP Morgan down 1.4. Citigroup down 2. Goldman down 2.4. So that may affect our banking sector today and certainly commodity stocks no rush there to be buying them so maybe we'll see a little bit of weakness in commodities a little bit of weakness in the banks and of course some weakness in technology and so as a result we could see our index fall more than the 21 points that we're showing on the spy in the US Tesla was down 4.2 Apple down 2.2% Amazon down 3.2 the New York Stock Exchange Fang Index was down 3.5%, and Bitcoin was down nearly 4% to 43,957. In other news today, the Western Area's IGO talks continue. The independent report price is the key to this one. Of course, independents lobbed a, uh, a lowball offer, and WSA, their independent experts, have reported that it's too low and not satisfactory. Talk in the market was around 390 to 4 bucks, but uh, the key will be what the independents actually see as fair value, and then IGO ponying up with the checkbook. Ardent Leisure has pulled off a bit of a coup, really. It sold its US main event business for 835 million US dollars to a company called Dave and Buster's Entertainment. More like Dad and Dave. Uh, as a result of this, ALG shareholders should get a 90, 90 cent capital return. Bear in mind the stock is only trading at $1.25. So 
So that's leaving around 35 cents for the rest of the company in theory, which is the Australian theme parks and some other ancillary businesses. Economists are firming on an RBA rate rise in June, 15 basis points now, the likely scenario that will be post-election. So they won't be political, uh, not raising in April, of course, not raising in May to avoid that political tag being applied to them. And Fortescue has completed its green note offering. They've uh, raised $1.5 billion US, $800 million of which is going to be applied to eligible green projects. And Capvest set to launch a higher offer for Virtus. That battle continues. Bank of Queensland's got a new CFO. Rachel Kellaway is going to be the lady in charge of the books. And Gold Road. Gold sales reached 35,080 ounces, an average price of 24.34 per ounce in the March quarter. And GQG, which is often seen as a Magellan lookalike or copycat, I guess, FUM rose to 92.9 billion at the end of March from 89.8 billion. There we have a fund manager who's actually increasing its funds under management. Probably some of that Magellan money is being slid across to GQG, which is more US-based, but has similar strategies and performance as Magellan has in the past. Actually, better performance than Magellan. So interesting there to see that FUM increasing. Question of the day today, well, we've seen the oil price come off, and of course we saw the uh, federal government here cut that fuel excise tax <coughs> just in time for the oil price to collapse. So have we seen the oil price high? Is that it? Have we seen that? Have we seen the $125 a barrel spike? And now here we are back under 100 well and truly under 100 So have we seen the oil price high? That's it for me today. Thanks very much for listening. You can head on over to the Marcus Daly discussion group. Love to have your thoughts, ideas, and insights there. And if you're listening to this on a podcast, you can always listen in on some of the other wonderful streams of consciousness we have in Marcus today. The morning meeting podcast in the strategy podcast, the on the desk podcast where the team in Melbourne talk about all things financial, and my on the couch podcast as well. Last week was Iron Ear. I'm hoping to sit down with Gemma Dale from NabTrade on Friday and talk through a few things with her. So that should be quite interesting. Gemma's fantastic. And I did a podcast with her last week or so, uh, talking to her about uh, some of the things that uh, I've seen in the market and other things that are relevant to uh, investors. And we are switching roles and she is going to be on the couch and I'm going to be asking the tough questions. But that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening and may the trading gods be with you.